Hello, Tameside and the rest of the internet. I am Xander Langwiston, back with you for another installment of your Xander's Movie Podcast. Uh, today, it's going to be a little bit different because this time uh, we're using the magic of technology and I have a guest with me that's not in my own house. It's Mr. David French. How are you doing, mate? Hi, dear, mate. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Hello, folks. Uh, we are, we have, Xander has discovered the internet, finally. Yes. He has discovered the magic of video calls and yes, audio calls. Discord. Yes. I had no idea. No idea what yeah, to no, use um, Yeah, I've, I've had to talk, teach him yesterday. That was <laughs> like teaching my nana how to use a skybox. <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> He's just being cruel now. He's being cruel. What was worse is I had to teach him without being able to see his screen. So that was fun. <laughs> that was fun, wasn't it? We, oh. we managed it. We're here yeah, now, we? we ended Hopefully. up saying that I'm going to record it instead because he couldn't figure it out. I can't figure it out. I don't know. So hopefully you can still hear me. Yeah, yeah. If not, we can, then... We can probably hear you. If not, we're going to have to yeah. just re-record the entire podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, today we are going to start a new, I'd say, mini-series. Yeah, mini-series. It's going to be five uh, episodes, at least. Yeah. I'd um, say five to it, six because of the like ending like overall I don't, need, I don't think thing. We, I don't know maybe maybe six maybe five it depends how lazy we are that is um, true this, but this is the first installment of our Harry Potter um look back yes we have um, we're, do, we're watching the Harry Potter films ladies yeah, and gentlemen we watched we're the first do, two yeah we're gonna do two at a time so we're doing Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets today then Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire another time and so on and so on and we decided that we're gonna do Fantastic Beasts as well and I yeah. haven't seen either of them, so this that should be a lot of fun. I have seen both, so I know what he's in for, and I'm going to be laughing when he gets to the second one. <laughs> I've heard lots of bad things. Uh, oh, anyway, God. so let's just um, well, let's start with the news. Comic Con got cancelled. Do you know why? Uh, probably. I'm guessing, and let me just say, is because the Rock isn't in attendance. Yes, that is exactly knew what it. No, it's the coronavirus. <laughs> COVID-19. Corona, corona strikes again, um, this time taking away our beloved nerd convention. Yep. So uh, there's been rumors online that Marvel might do a virtual Hall H and show yeah. off like a new Eternals trailer and some well, special there was, there was rumors uh, like E3 as well, which is the game in basically the game in Comic-Con. Yeah. And that got cancelled, and then they've cancelled the digital one of that, so people are thinking that that's just going to die in general, but that's because past few years, wow. D3's been kind of lacking in attendance. So I wonder if oh, the right. same thing might happen to Comic-Con. It might, like, San Diego Comic-Con anyway, that might get completely cancelled from now on. And they've just well, may I mean, stop doing that kind of showcase. I mean, to be fair, a lot of what gets released at Comic-Con is on the internet within 20 minutes. Literally. Anyway. There's, no reason so... to, there's no reason to, like, keep it under wraps for Comic-Con only, because some random camera, like awful 240p camera footage yeah. will come up somehow. <laughs> It'll get taken down within seconds and then 15 million people will re-upload it. So, so there's someone, no point. Wa- someone walks in with a Nokia 3310 and records the whole thing. Just keeping it in their <laughs> mouth the entire time. Yeah. Well, there's people like live tweeting the whole thing. So you know what's happening. It's not yeah, like exactly. it used to be, but yeah, it's Comic-Con's still a big thing. Yeah. It's a still a big it's thing, but it's just whether it's, it might like, because of all this, because everybody's realising that they can do that kind of thing from home and just see that kind of thing from home, is it really worth paying so much to go and see it just so you can buy all this stuff that... you? Let's be honest, most of the stuff that people buy at Comic-Con, they don't need. They're just no, wasting no. at that point. 
It's like um, in Paul when he buys that sword. Precisely. It's exactly yeah. like that. It will just break <laughs> the first time he uses it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a decent movie, that. That's a it's great, great movie. Just, just I decent. love that movie. What are you on about? It's, it's like the hidden Cornetto 4. I d- yeah, I guess. Anyway, let's just uh, let's just dive straight in then. We've got Harry Potter. Because there's yes. no other news. Everything's been cancelled uh, still. Everything's cancelled. We can't there, do anything. There is one so thing is that I can remember, this. which is the um, the Capone movie starring Tom Hardy is no longer going oh, yeah. to cinemas. It's going straight to video on demand. Yeah. Well, I believe they were May gonna, 17th. Yeah, I think something like that. They were, they were pushing it for like a November release date, so probably Oscars. But now since they don't know when it's going to open and they just want to get it out. Yeah. But that has me a little bit worried. See, I'm, I'm really excited sure because I watched the trailer and it looks really fun. And I love it Tom does look Hardy. really fun, especially Tom Hardy in gangster films, aka in Legend, because Legend was fantastic. Although I, I set my dad up for this, I said, "Hey, Dad, there's a new Al Capone movie with Tom Hardy." And he's like, "No way! Oh, wow, that sounds amazing!" I said, "Yeah, and you, you know the guy who directed it, he made Chronicle." He said, "Oh, do you mean that superhero film? But in 2009, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's really good, that isn't it?" He said, "Yeah." Yeah, so, yeah, and he, and he also made Fantastic Four in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> and so my, I did da- my dad doesn't want to watch this anymore. My dad I did not re- know that because I love Chronicle. <laughs> now that now Chronicle is ruined for me because I can't watch it without thinking, "Wow, he made that piece." Of <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did make Fantastic. By the way, I've prepped another podcast, so as soon as I get multiple, I can have multiple people on again. We're going to do a Fox. You, once Marvel again, you realise you can do this through Discord. Yeah, I know, but it's more fun in the in the moment, so people can it, shout and argue with each other. That's true, but at the same time, yeah, like, prepped, depending I've on how long so many podcasts, I've prepped <laughs> and so many almost people. all of them are going to require people in person. Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you really weren't prepared for like a lockdown, were you? No, of course I wasn't. <laughs> you weren't a podcast prepper. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a theatre student. Of course I wasn't prepped for anything. That's true, yeah. I imagine you improv. going on. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. I'm, a, I'm never prepared either. Yeah. <laughs> right, should we, uh, should we get started then? So, it's, well. so it's Harry, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Or for you American viewers, the Sorcerer's Stone. And also, no. why can't you spell philosopher? There is no one in America listening to this, just so you they, know. They better there, is a, now. there is no market for I'm me in going America. To, I'm going to send this to all of my American friends. All of your American friends. You have okay, so many, dude. All of my American friend. <laughs> so, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. It's the first one. It certainly is the first. General thoughts? It's alright. It's a fun film. It's a... It's, See, I think it's kind of like the idea of like when it comes to comparing MCU movies to each other. When like when you look yeah. at Thor, Thor is a good film overall as a movie by itself. But when you compare it to all the other Thor films, all the other Marvel films, it's, it's a terrible movie. It is awful, yeah. and you can't watch it. I think it's the same kind of thing. It's the as... Dutch angles in Thor that winds me up. I can't yeah, watch that film. <laughs> it's it's the fact that like no matter what, like when you watch the Philosopher's Stone by itself without ever seeing the other ones. You think, oh, this is a really fun movie. Wizard chess, cool. 
Oh my yeah. god, Ron's dad. Oh wait, no, he hasn't. He just fell off the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you made a big thing about this. You're I like, did. they're acting like he's gonna die. He's just falling off the horse. <laughs> yeah, he's literally just falling off the horse. Oh I, no, that two also, foot drop. <laughs> I also like the uh, innocence of this first one. That the main driving force behind the plot is that they they want to win the house cup. And it is never brought up again. I know. I love how it's always like like the main drive was, ooh, but if we defeat Voldemort, we can win the House Cup. And in every other movie, nobody gives a crap about the House Cup. It's always just, ah, right, we defeated Voldemort again. You know, the the baddie, the the bad guy. You're breathing some dust. (laughs) Bear with me. I was going to make an imp- inappropriate comment then. But it was okay. just, oh. Oh, mate. Sorry. I, I, had, I think I had a bit of pastry left in my mouth from earlier. <laughs> pastry dust. <laughs> sweet Jesus. Quite literally, sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What did my dad, my dad said the other day, we were making, you made chili for tea. Um, and, he, and he came in and sat down and gave it to me. I said, sorry, mate. Um, I didn't put any cumin in it. And but, and the only thing in my hand, my hand was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, don't make the joke, don't make the joke, don't make the joke. <laughs> How bad is that? Okay, <laughs> some problems. <laughs> I haven't made an inappropriate joke in like four weeks. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I made one last night. My dad was in the front room. I was in the kitchen on FaceTime to someone, and he said, "Oh yeah, you." Yeah, I've been, I've been told I have to do 5K, so I lied and just <laughs> with my Fitbit on. Did 5K in like two minutes. I said, oh, yeah, if I was to do that, I'd get like 200 meters. Yeah. And I think my dad overheard me because he gave me a funny look. As I was like, and he was like, come on, man. Just <laughs> two seconds later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know, I've walked like 10 miles in the past two days. I have done no walking other than going to the shop. I need to start going on walks and everything. But at the moment, I'm just sorting my uni workout. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm enjoying the furlough. <laughs> anyway, we yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, um, it's a really great start. It's a solid, solid start to this franchise. Yeah, like you, it introduces the characters well. You get to know the you know Harry's the hero, I guess. Ron's the funny guy, the the bit of the screw up. Hermione's yeah. the genius, know it all. You know, you kind of get yeah. to know these characters. You get like you get the main trio. Like you get yeah, the intro, exactly. it, it introduces the characters as they are throughout the story, and also yeah. like it's just it's so weird because you actually do see all of it, like these characters or these actors grow up into the people they are now. Yeah, like, you over do. those course it's, of the films, no, they, you can weird. see that they've matured and already gotten better at acting immediately. Even in the second yeah. movie, they're already better, and then <laughs> yeah, the third like, movie, they actually get good. Like they get genuinely like, good. Like the first one, it's it's when he says like. I'm not a, a wizard. I'm just Harry. Just Harry. Well, it's just like, Harry. Oh, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We like, just say no just emo- Harry. <laughs> there's no emotion on his face, though. It's insane. Like, the level of acting this kid has is zero. <laughs> My dad said, that's why the woman in black was such a good role for him. That guy's meant to have no emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Damn. <laughs> Oh, what yeah, that, was great really doesn't like Daniel Radcliffe. He thinks he's a rubbish actor. Oh, you should get better. you should get him to see Buddy like Guns Akimbo when that comes out. 
I'm looking forward to that. If that, that ever comes a, out now. It better out. I want them to release it just for free. Just be like, here you go. Because you're all oh. inside, watch it now. Uh, Vivarium's out on iTunes. Yeah, I saw that. I really want to watch it. It's £10, though. I'm going to wait until it's like 5 or 6 I thought you were going to say I'm going to wait until my student finance comes in. Oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, two days, A8. Oh, two days for you. I thought you were going on the 27th. Days. No, 20th. Oh, man. I hope it's not the 27th. Jesus. Well, you're um, like your first year, though, aren't you, technically? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be 27th for you then. No, it's not. I checked online. Shut up, David. It's the 20th. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Might just be different for you, lot. Um, yeah, so it, it's a good start. It's, yes. I feel, I feel like the ending is a little lacklustre. See, the like ending the, is really, really wholesome. But no, I mean, like, it, the, like and, the ending battle. I mean, see, like the, that, the, that bit just point. annoys me. Like, the fact that the reason that he can literally burn his face off is because his mother left him with love. Oh, that, is that, that what was, that was? I, that, I, that's what they explain. That's what Dumbledore explains it as. You know, when he's in the hospital, and he wakes up like and just yeah. asks him, "How did I get the stone?" Only those who really want the stone and not use it. He explains it's like the reason that you could he couldn't bear you to touch his face is because your mother left something deep inside you. This scar you can't see. It was love, Harry. It's like, yeah, that doesn't make sense, Dumbledore. Tell me yeah, what kind of powers dumb. he has. I want that, to know super- how he's connected to Voldemort. I have no idea. I had no idea that how he got the stone. I was so confused. See, and I, I don't think I listened that's when they one, were telling it. So. That's one thing that has always confused me. Like the fact that the mirror shows you what you wish to see, doesn't it? Like it shows you your, your dreams and everything like that. So at yeah. first, Harry saw his parents. Why did he yeah. then see the stone? Why did he specifically want the stone when he didn't know what the bloody stone was for? Well, because he wanted it because he wanted it. So he wanted to take it away from him. True. But at the same time, how does that... Because, like, he truly wants his parents back, obviously. Oh, yeah. How does the stone not... Like, how does the stone work in that way and the parents don't? <laughs> like, the stone is a physical thing that he can wish for, and the fact that he truly wants it without being able to use it, is that because he doesn't want to use his parents? He just wants them, and that's how he gets his I parents back? I don't know. I don't know, man. It was... It's, we'll just call it dumb. It yeah. Dumb. Right, it was dumb. It was really dumb. I wonder dumb. if J.R.R. Tolkien, well, J.R.R. Tolkien, J.K. Rowling, Jesus Just Christ. kidding, Rowling. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if J.K. Rowling has somehow like come out and said, oh, that's not canon, don't worry. He got it through the power of friendship. <laughs> that's worse. Exactly. He was on his own. His friends left him. Exactly. I love how his friends, like, well, then again, his friends didn't leave me, Ted. Go away, I don't need you, basically. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I need to go on, not you. <laughs> me. I'm the hero of the story. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happens in this movie? I love Alan Rickman in this, obviously. Alan Rickman's just great in all of these movies. He's like the best thing about Harry Potter. I think, to be fair, I re-watch- when I was rewatching it, he had a moment that made me burst out laughing. And it was when, near the end, when they find out that, oh, Snape's going to go and get the stone tonight. And he, and he finds them all inside and he walks up behind him and says like, oh, oh, three Gryffindors inside. I can't do the voice. I'm not going to try and do the voice. <laughs> so three Gryffindors inside. It's such a nice day. Pete, someone would think you were and looks at Harry and he's giving him this dirtiest look and Snape's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? He's like, up to something. 
up to he, something. Absolutely creasing. It's so funny. Just his, his delivery on that is perfect. Oh, God. See, I'm trying um, to, like, remember. I don't think the first one made me laugh that much, like, on the rewatch. Weirdly enough, the second one, I burst out laughing at three specific moments that I can't remember what they were. What yeah. I'll try and remember the, 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 what about it. I think the second one's funnier. Definitely. The second one's funnier, but it's not as strong in the story. And yeah, that, that's th- saying something, because the story in this one isn't very strong either. No, I said to my dad, this is these two feel a lot like Goonies. Yeah. In that do. sense that they're just they really do. child chi- the really like mystery films. Yeah. Whereas in the next few, they just become fantasy films, yeah. fantasy action films. I'd I'd say the third one is on the cusp of the first two and the the rest of them. But yeah, this this is very much like a mis- these are very much mystery films, kids mystery books that just happen to be set at a magical school. Yeah, it, it feels more like a series of unfortunate events than Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, um, obviously the music's amazing. Obviously, John Williams smashes it with the music. This, um, the CGI is it still holds up really well. It's not as mo- good as like most of it. Yeah, yeah, it's not as good most as it, like it the later series, the later entries in the series. But it's what two thousand one, obviously, or yeah. nine, or two thousand even for this one. Two thousand one, two thousand one. Like it looks incredible. There's still some films that are coming out today with big budgets that still don't have as good CGI as that sometimes. Yeah. So they they really really nailed it with that because like to get that kind of world showing amazingly as it does you need incredible cgi because you can't do that with practical effects like let's be no. honest effects are amazing but well, that I was kind reading of thing is it. hard to do i was reading up on it and originally they wanted to make it into an animation like a cgi animation like dreamworks or something yeah i'm gonna make them and jk Rowling was like no yeah no that <laughs> didn't work back when um, jk Rowling was good about her stuff yeah imagine a time when, when imagine the time when, when she didn't ruin twitter yeah imagine <laughs> a time when she didn't actually write scripts yeah. back in the good old days yeah back in the good old days when she just wrote the books instead um i love robbie coltrane as hagrid i think yeah. he's got such an adorable face hagrid in general like he's just the best character like obviously he's been made a yeah. meme in general now like, years yes, later, no matter of, what, because of the PS1 Hagrid, primarily well. Like oh, PS1, I thought you meant because of You're a Wizard, Harry. Not oh, only that, have you, have you ever seen PS1 Hagrid? He, no. Oh my god, he looks amazing. I'll see if I can... Uh, yeah, yeah, save it. You know what, screw it. I'm going to quickly Google PS1 Hagrid. Good gracious! <laughs> what is wrong with his face? <laughs> PS1, man. If you can make the thumbnail that for this podcast, please do. It looks like he's had a stroke. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> I'm going to have that um, just staring at me the entire podcast now. So every time I look yeah, down, I'm, no, going I'm, rid- I'm hiding the chat. I'm hiding the chat. <laughs> I'm hiding the chat. You're bigger now. Uh, it looks like you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've got the, I've got the same hair. You got the same hair, the, the beard's coming through. The beard's, the beard's starting. Um, uh, at least I, I can grow a beard. I love the casting. I love um, the first Dumbledore. What's his face? I can't remember. Richard Harris. Richard Harris. Richard what a, Harris. What a person. Who ex- yeah, as Dumbledore, he, I think he's really good in these first two movies. Yeah, I was going to say, he's the first two, isn't he? 
Yeah, I don't think Michael Gambon... But I, I like Michael Gambon from here on, from like three onwards, because the stories get darker. Yeah. And he's a much more powerful... He feels like much more powerful, whereas this guy feels like an old grandfather, like loving. Yeah. Whereas he feels like your drunken uncle. Yeah. He's, he's, all, like, he's a lot more silly. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Yeah, he's a lot more silly in... Like the first two, anyway. He, he just yeah. feels a lot more fun. Yeah, he does. He, feel, he but that's, feels a lot like, more relaxed. It fits the way that like the films are because it's like the opening films are still kids; they're still learning. It's his first time ever even seeing the with like the visit uh, the Wizarding World. Yeah, and it's the fact I mean, that I'll... like he's just. He, but Dumbledore makes these films what they are. They he makes them silly. Yeah. Like, he I mean, translates like, to it well. Obviously, he had to... Obviously, Michael Gammon had to take over because of, tragically, Richard Harris yeah. did die after the second one. Um, but morbidly, I think it worked out quite well. Yeah, like, in a horrible <laughs> way, it did actually work out well for the tone yeah. of the other movies. It more did. than anything else. Um, can we talk about the Dursleys? Uh, his, his why? Pet, his, his family. Why? Like, they are so over-the-top evil just, yeah they're just the worst people ever yeah and it's hilarious i love them i absolutely love them it's like that kid he's like 36 last year i got 37 presents yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is See, a real one kid. thing that there's no way <laughs> there's no way he's real one thing that really made me laugh about like these first two films is the fact that well about these films in general because i can't remember when it is because i haven't watched these films in a very long time but when does he stop living with the Dursleys? Isn't it five? No, he doesn't. He's still living with yeah. them at seven. Yeah, like, no, but he literally, in the second one, he pulled his uncle out of the f***ing window. Yeah. <laughs> he just well, fell out the window. He's still taking as much of a t*** they are. Like, as horrible people they are. Back. He goes back to them and they still take him in. Yeah, well, they're illegal guardians, aren't they? True, but they could just abandon him. Now they'll be getting that sweet, sweet government cash, won't That's they? That's true. That's worth possibly breaking your neck from... <laughs> <laughs> it's just the fact that in the first one, in the second one, at the very start, basically, Dobby drops a kick on his head, so he bars up the window. He bars up the windows. <laughs> oh no! You dropped, you dropped like you dropped a cake on someone's head. You're grounded for three weeks. And by the way, I'm barring barring your windows up. Barring your windows. We'll we'll get to the second one in a little Just bit. Pigeon though. is gaff. <laughs> um, I like. What else do I like? I like that Harry's just super rich, and he, he doesn't seem to get mentioned often. I love that he's, he's just literally like, just like, oh, the money I have in the, the money. See, that's yeah. the thing, though. Like, why in the second one as well? Once again, I'm going to the second one because the second one has a few more problems, though. Like the fact that Malfoy's family is super rich, and yet he still feels like he's richer than Harry himself. But it's his family that's rich. Like Malfoy doesn't earn a dime. His dad's super rich. Yeah. For one and two, Harry could have also bought all like the entire team Nimbus two thousand ones easily. Yeah, he, he could have afforded the Nimbus two thousand as well, but no, McGonagall has to buy it for him. The cheapskate. He could have bought Ron and his family all of the books that they needed, yeah. and he got he got all those books at the start for free. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he got lo- he got all those books from this buddy. Well, let's let's be honest. The guy's a hack anyway. Yeah. So and he's my favourite character in the second he's one. So he's, he's, he's so, he's so good. He's so good. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh nails him. He, Absolutely he nails it. He nails like the character of just being an absolute hack, and he knows he's a hack, but he's also really handsome, so he gets away yeah. with it. We're in the second one. We need to go back to the first. Yes, one. Yes, we do. We keep on going to the second one's just the more talkative one, though, because the first one not really much happens other than Ron yeah. falls off a night. <laughs> And Ron does fall off a night. And Wingardium Leviosa. <laughs> um, what? What else does happen in this first one? I Quidditch is super dumb, right? I'm just gonna Don't, say it. No, no, I am gonna disagree with you there. Quidditch, Quidditch is the, is coolest the dumbest thing, thing in the world. But imagine so like an stupid. actual genuine video game where you get to play Quidditch. Imagine how fun that would be. Oh yeah, I'd play the video game. There's not. It's super, still it's super the most, dumb. It's still the most fun scene in that entire film, though. Like no matter, especially in the second one, because the second one's one where it gets like like the is it the bludger? Yeah, the bludger chases like, it, it. Yeah, it gets like tampered with. That's a really fun scene, and you get to but again. Like, this is the only. These are the only movies where Quidditch is like really a plot point. In the True, rest of them, it but once matter. again, it's still the most fun bit about it because the idea of like the wizarding world, like that's more world building more than anything. It's saying that like they have their own sport. They have like they're not just yeah. doing playing football. They're playing football, but with broomsticks. Yeah, I, I well, like the idea that like witches and wizards don't just like uh, they don't copy use humans. broomsticks. Yeah, yeah, they have like the other broomstick sport. Yeah, so they use them for something instead of just cackling around and throwing yeah. people. They, they don't just go around with a black cat on the back of the broomstick they go they they just play they use them for fun because they would be fun like imagine yeah. if you were a witch and you saw a broomstick you could just go flying about that's fun yeah. that's that's not evil intentions that's just having a good time another thing about these movies they're so long <laughs> Keep... They're so insanely long. The See, first one is two is... hours and a, two and a half hours. The second one is two hours forty. And you know what? There's an extended version. It's three hours. Three hours. Still... I can't begin to and think once again what it would be like to I... watch that film for three hours. And I can did I just it say though. Can I just say the fact that you actually constantly tell me to watch the Lord of the Rings extended editions when they're four hours and a lot of that is walking at least in this you get to hear really shit one lines no lord of the rings better acting <laughs> don't care that's all you need you need decent acting an to extra last you three hour, hours. an extra hour though of a movie yeah and more exciting action when is the action no after lord the walking Dude, you just need to suck it up and watch Lord of the Rings. It's fucking I'm not, fantastic. Uh, I can't be ass watching Lord of the Rings. Not if it's a five-hour film for the third one. That's fourteen hours of my life, basically. That it's I'm going four to and a half to... hours, actually. Just, just say, just say three, four and a half. I hate you. <laughs> still, right. yeah, but the fact these that, are like... still these films are still too long. True, I agree. And this was something that, like, this the entire Harry Potter podcast was your idea. I was happy just going on to, like, Netflix Hidden Gems or some stupid rubbish like that. Just a one-part where we just talked about random shit on Netflix that we saw once. <laughs> but you were just like, why don't we do a Harry Potter one? I was like, yeah, cool, I haven't watched it in a while. 
I've just realised I have to watch the first ones now. Ah. Well, I, to be fair, like, I said this because it'll last us five episodes. <laughs> so that's five weeks of content. <laughs> You're just and padding also, your content. We're going to be taking a week off so that me and my dad can do the Wolverine trilogy. True. That's it coming in the next couple of weeks, by the way. Um, yeah, that's so long, man. <laughs> I'm really looking so forward to like long. the next one, though. I'm I'm genuinely looking because Prisoner of Azkaban is my favorite one, so I'm looking forward to watching the next two. Yeah, and Goblet of Fire is my second favorite. Goblet yeah. of Fire is stunning. It's really good. Top quality. Um, what else can we say about this first one? It's just a bit. It's just a bit. It's okay. It's a fun film. It it sets out like the series well enough. It builds the world well enough for your first time watching it as well. Especially like yeah. the fact that you get to see a bit more of the Wizarding World anyway. Like the second yeah. that you you see Platform Nine and Three Quarters, you're just like, oh, that's cool. And yeah. like you see how they transition from the real world to the Wizarding World. It's just the fact yeah. that like once again another second one thing. How do they get the flying car into the Wizarding World when you need to go specifically through a specific portal to get to the like platform in which the Wizarding World is in? Because that's signifying no, no, that no, it's no, kind no. of that's a um, that's something different. I think Hogwarts you can still get to, and the train you can still get to, but you can only aboard the train if you go to nine platform nine and three quarters. Maybe it's just like a transdimensional. Maybe like platform nine and three quarters itself is just its own little like world. Like pocket dimension, yeah, like a pocket dimension within the pl- like within the train station. Yeah, thing is, I mean, the, I, I like imagine the find... amount of people the like the second that movie came out before there was like a little thing there to commemorate Harry Potter because there is like a trolley car in like the wall where Platform Nine and Three Quarters are, is. Oh, nice! Imagine how many but people like... used to run into it and then smack the wall. Question: <laughs> How? Um... How do the people in uh, between platforms nine and ten not see the people running into the wall and disappearing? Because like... muggles are blind. But they're only not se- are they? only seven in the, in people the saw. One, yeah, but only seven people one, they saw. Run the wall and it stops them. So yeah. then the guy's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Because he on, hears it. He he hears the crash and sees that they've fallen over and it's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And it's then the once again, like, they they fly. Yeah, it is. I I like that attention to detail. The fact that he can't just, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, but uh, like it's also the fact that like the cloud that flies away over the entire train station. Mind you, that would be packed every single morning. Yeah, and only was. seven people saw it. It just <laughs> proves that Muggles are blind. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I right. mean, we have glasses. We are a good example of this. We need them because we are blind. Um. Also, I feel like we've forgotten a, a big... Well, it's not even a big chunk. It's just a chunk of this movie where they go into the forest and find a, a someone eating a unicorn, drinking unicorn blood, Isn't and then a centaur comes up and is like, no, get away. It's like, what is happening? The unicorn <laughs> blood never... thing is supposed to be uh, Voldemort, isn't it? Yeah, but you never see you never see unicorns again. You never see that centaur again. He knows who Harry Potter is. He's just like, nice to meet you, Harry Potter, and then rides off. Then again, though, everybody knows who C- Harry Potter is in that entire thing. He is terrible CGI, by the way. He is because he, he is he's, he's in pitch black, so you can't see him. And he's just as soon as you see him, he's all plasticky and weird yeah. looking. Yeah, it's weird. 
a lot. But yeah, no, like the the Sentai doesn't scene. come in, but at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that just does like that comes into Harry Potter in general. That either very rarely gets used or never gets used again. Yeah, um, I like the introduction of the invisibility cloak. That was fun. Yeah, it added like yeah, it was like the mandatory stealth section of movies, which is quite <laughs> weird to say. Yeah. Yeah, like each each, of, the, each of those movies, every single one of them now, or from what I remember, has a mandatory stealth section. But like in yeah. the later movies, from what I remember, it's in like the world of is the in the world of Muggles, so it makes sense that they're stealthing through. But in that one, yeah. even without them stealthing through, like how does Dumbledore know that they're there? Because he can feel their magic, I think. So why can't everybody else feel their magic? I don't know. Because Hag- Hagrid knows that he's uh, they're, they're there because you know, like he let them in, but then Dumbledore yeah. just looks straight at them and talks to them, like whilst they're in uh, once again. I think that's the second one once again. Though <laughs> I keep on mixing okay, I mean, these first two movies up because like they're yeah. they're very similar, but the second one's just more similar. fun. Yeah, I thought. that I I looking at them, you'd think they were filmed at the same time. Yeah, you think they were I filmed think, back to back, but I, I don't think they were. When was the second one released, though? 2002. 2002. So they were filmed very shortly after then. Yeah, yeah. well, they, they, um, they wanted to film them as close together as possible so that they didn't grow up too much. Yeah, because like, so, the films are a year apart. Yeah, so the release dates are 2001, 2002, 2004, 2005, 2007, 2009, 2010, 2011. Yeah, and like what's weird is, is it was in November for the first two as well, from what I can see here. Yeah. Like, I'm looking on the IMDb page. It was in May 2004 for Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. I think that's when they realised that the big money holes, because this first one made $974 million worldwide. Yeah. And what did the second one make? The second one made $879 million. That's a weird one. Like, Order of the Phoenix is 2007. So there's a three-year gap between them. No, um... Prisoner of, As- Prisoner of Azkaban was 2004. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I was looking at... Goblet of Fire was five. I can never remember the order. Yeah, 2005, <laughs> so there's still another, like, two-year gap between them, though. Yeah, two years between them, too. I love how you complain also, once again, that, like, got, like, the first two are so long. Goblet of Fire is two hours 40. But I just... I think because the acting's better, I like the story a bit more in the, in the fourth one. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I think it's. You can't like. It's it. The room feels like four hours long, and that's barely an hour forty. True, but the room also feels like two minutes long because you can't stop laughing forever. No, bro, that film is. It is so it, fun to watch. I remember watching the Emoji Movie. That's ninety minutes, and that felt long. That felt long. Yeah, but that's just bland. So, it's not even like so bad. It's just good. feel longer than they are. And it doesn't help when the the acting is terrible. I mean, obviously, I, mean, true. I physically couldn't it's not, finish Suicide Squad. It felt obviously like seven it's not. You can't blame the kids because they're just kids. <sighs> but I think they grew into it. Yeah, no, they well Definitely. they were tra- they were child actors and they were brought back every year. So no matter what, you're gonna pick up something else from like your co-stars and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can yeah. imagine that after doing it for some time, you know, you're you're picking it up from the people that you're working with. Yeah, you gain a bit more talent from just looking at Hagrid. Yeah, you, you see him, and then immediately you get talent. Um, question. 
Go on. Is Wizard Chess a lot of a lot to clean up? I'd imagine so. Either that, or considering it is magic, and like we've seen that magic can clean. I imagine it just cleans itself up. That's a good point. I was it wondering puts whether I'd back want to together. play Wizard Chess. But if if I was a wizard, I'd definitely play Wizard Chess. I mean, 100%. Che- like Wizard Chess is just one of those things where it's just like Wizard Football. It's football, but Wizards play it and they move the ball with their minds and that's it. That is the only <laughs> difference. Like, you just say what they want to do. You can't, like, what's the point of not moving the pieces yourself? Like, by just saying it. Like, I know, but worse. it's cool. Because it's cool. It's <laughs> like having an Alexa. Oh, hang on. She's just turned on. She's just turned on. She can. Uh, it's, like, it's like having a, like like an Amazon Echo. So you can't hear me now. Uh, it's yeah, like yeah. having one of them. You know, you it's like just one of those automated voice thingies. Definitely not Google. All right, I was just making sure my phone didn't call on when I said Google. I said to my dad, seriously, and then Siri recorded my entire conversation. It was once, creepy. Once again, I really, really, really hoped you like went through the entire conversation to see how accurate she got it. Oh, I told you about this, didn't I? Yeah. I told you about this yesterday. <laughs> Sorry. I, I really... I'm boring you. Sorry. Yes, God, you're the most um, boring man alive. Right. Any last thoughts on this first one before we move on? It's, it's a good movie overall. It's fun to watch. I, I love, as a concept in general, I love Quidditch. Quidditch is amazing. Wizard Chess is okay. The scene yeah. where, like, uh, I just want to talk about the scene where Ron falls off the night completely, like, a little bit. Because we haven't <laughs> just actually talked about Just the fact that, like, they make such a big deal out of it. Like, they genuinely make such a huge deal. No, Ron, don't sacrifice yourself. What's he sacrificing? His piece on the chessboard? He could just jump off. Literally, you could <laughs> climb off and then scream like it. Because the, the, the other two. stood there waiting for him, and <laughs> yeah. then he pulls, she pulls out the sword and kills him. It's like. You could just jump off at this point. You What's could just funny say, so I'm is out. like they they weren't like Hermione and, Ro- and Harry weren't on their pieces. They just told them where to go. Yeah. So you could just tell it where to go. You don't have to climb on top of the horse. You just want to look cool for your friend. You used also, piece also, of sh. Also, why on earth would you want to be a knight? <laughs> That's like, why not the king or the queen? Yeah, or even a rook. Rooks are <laughs> OP as hell. Yeah. But now nah, you have to go to like the one that moves in an L. Yeah, <laughs> just moves in an L. I thought he literally took an L. He, he literally took, took an L. An L. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Harry got the victory royale. <laughs> oh, Mission failed. We'll get him next time. <laughs> nah, Har- Harry got that victory royale, man. <laughs> yeah, this film's kind of, sh- but I can still kind of love it. So six or seven out of ten. Yeah, I'd say about that. Yeah, six yeah. or seven. It's probably yeah. like a six point five. So, by rule of averages, I'd have to give it a seven. Yeah, we're not doing a bloody hundred point system or whatever the hell. I no. Six hundred and fifty million we're out not... of a possible one billion. No, just stop. Yeah, six and six and a half out of ten. Solid. Right. Should we do the next one? The worst one. Uh, I disagree, but let's go. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. See, this time they got their name right in America. Yes, they did. 
<laughs> well, they know what a chamber is and they know what a secret it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping that, like, one day they'd call it the chamber of, like, I don't know, the chamber of misdirection or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just some illusions, Michael. The, the chamber, chamber of, of truths. The chamber of truths. The chamber of hidden truths. <laughs> My my love, my twins. <laughs> but now, like, why do you think this is the worst one? Then is it just because it's longer than the first one? It's longer. I think the story is dumber. Yeah. I think the script is worse. <laughs> I think the script is much worse. The script is so so cliche and corny. It's like Professor McGonagall. Every time someone dies, like, we may have to shut the school. This what? could be the end of Hogwarts. It's like that's a really trailer line. Um, I the ending with Tom Riddle is just fucking stupid. He's, I do agree with he's that. He's got the I worst just, dialogue in his whole movie. What, what's like, his full name? Tom, like, what? What is his actual full name? Tom Marvelo Riddle. And Tom, I love that when he rearranges it, he says, "I am, I am Lord, Lord Voldemort." Voldemort. No, they couldn't think just of just Voldemort. They, yeah, they couldn't think of just Thomas Tom Marvelo. What's funny is, is his name is Thomas Marvelo Riddle, but no, they have to call it Tom. Tom. Yeah, but they have to put Tom so they can get "I am Lord Voldemort," because otherwise, you gain "I am Lord Old Voldemort." Hom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. That's what you're getting. "I am Lord Voldemort." Hom. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I th- I think that the ending, like the uh, the final battle, is better than the first one. But that's because 100%. there's a giant snake, so that's kind I mean, of cheating. Not really though, because like the first one had a giant troll. That was in the middle. That was yeah, like, but that's still a big battle. And it's still a bear battle on that because snakes are cool. Of one and two, he stabs it like this. Like the ending battle is a lot more brutal than like the first one even thought of. Like he yeah. literally stabs it through the brain. Like like he Thanos is the, the first guy. Yeah. He just turns to dust. And then the second one he stabs it through the head. And then and literally he... bursts the guy into like massive holes by stabbing the book. Like the book and bleeds the book as well. Yeah. Like why does a book bleed? Well it's because it's him. Ah. Um, so basically so far, like Harry has defeated Voldemort twice. And yet he still has that really funny laugh somehow, like as if he's the best like wizard ever. <laughs> um, I well, why do we all like Dobby so much? Why? Because why Dobby's do we adorable. Like I know, but in this, it's kind of a. He is an. But if you look at him, you can't be mad at him because he's just funny. He's got such. He's, he's, kind, he's kind of funny looking. <laughs> funny looking. Yeah, kind of funny looking. <laughs> Um, w- this came out the same year as Two Towers. So this came out the same year that Gollum really made his first appearance in Lord of the Rings. So basically Dobby is Harry Potter's Gollum. What What do you think looks better, Dobby or Gollum? Even though I haven't watched much Lord of the Rings, I think Gollum looks better. He looks yeah. like more like a decrepit human rather than Dobby looks... Like, Dobby looks like a little elf, but yeah. he doesn't look as good because he's... Not based more off of human, he's more CGI than he is human, where Dobby looks he does CGI. That's fair. It's like, Toby Jones. Looks, yeah. And he, he, I think Toby Jones does a really good job. Yeah. Um, I think, like I said, the acting's slightly better from the cast. Um, I I think it's really convoluted with the I spiders. Think I love Aragog, though. 
Like the entire scene with Aragog was like intense. Of course you and like. you're, a, you're like an emo. I I thought it was just creepy. Yeah, exactly. It's cool. It's like it's um, it's leaning into more like darker stuff. It is getting closer to what Harry Potter is now. I like, like it, the the one thing that I love about like Harry Potter in general is that the movies grow with its audience and they grow more mature with its audience. So the yeah. first the first few films are very kiddy, but then the second film is a bit darker because kids are starting to understand the real world a little bit more. And then yeah. the third film is a lot darker because you you're getting to your teens, like they're getting to their teens, you're getting to your teens, so you're thinking, oh, this is a bit weird. Yeah, with like, the Dementors. Yeah, like it's pretty creepy. It's at that pretty point. creepy. Yeah, like mm. with Aragog, like you, you've already got a fear of spiders when you're a kid, anyway. So what's yeah. wh- what's the worst kind of fear? A giant f-ing spider. Boom, <laughs> there you go. And then what's creepier than that? Loads of littler spiders chasing you in a car. Terrifying. <laughs> I like I like the introduction of the flying car. I think that was really fun. I like the flying like, car. The flying I hate car's that it great. comes back to save them. I think that's a super stupid ex machina. Yeah. Like just there's no you know, it wasn't really set up, it just came back and drove away. Where yeah. does it go? Where does it go? Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Your dad's going to be I wondering what the hell's going on down there. Oh, no, he's gone out. Oh, he really went out. Ah. Uh, so I can shout, f**k. be really funny if he walked through the door just then. Oh, I, my balls just went inside me. <laughs> Worrying. Um... We get the introduction to Lucius Malfoy, played by Jason Isaacs. He's a cracking introduction. I think he's really good in this. Yeah. I think he like he probably gets some of the worst dialogue in the movie, like like evil villain, like, I'll get you, my pretty yeah. dog too. <laughs> but that was actually I really think... good. Jesus Christ. You, I feel Thank like you. you train with like doing that in your room 24-7 when you're not no. doing podcasts and watching movies. <laughs> no, you just sit there about. doing nothing. I'll get you, my pretties. <laughs> no. You, you definitely um, try that all the time. But he, he probably gets some of the worst dialogue, but I think he is the best actor because he's just having so much fun. Yeah. He's like chewing the stuff out of the scenery. He's loving it. Yeah. He like he does a lot with it as well. Like, he he really is the perfect cast for that character. Yeah. Um I like the ongoing joke that Ron's wand is broken. <laughs> I think see so you know what though? I love how that actually ties into the story at the end. It saves Harry. Yeah. Like, the one thing that could have killed him earlier on saves him because the guy used the wrong wand. Yeah, and I like I, <laughs> and he just I, removed I, his own memories. And Rupert Grin is just adorable. He he is. He knew after the first one, yeah, I'm the comedy guy. Yeah. I can give you some comedy. And in this one, he is hilarious. By the he way, can I just, I, I'm also I'm gonna ruin Ron for you with PS1 Ron. Oh don't, please. I am going to. He's even worse. There's no way he's worse than he I is. could. There's PSM, PS1 Ron, and there's also PS1 Malfoy I'm going to show you. Okay, so this one should be PS1 Ron. Sweet Lord. <laughs> and then PS1 Malfoy just, is even worse. Just in case we didn't know he was Ron, he's got a big R in his chest. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> nah, Ron's creepy. He's got a creepy smile. Yes. 
He looks like he's hiding some children. He does. <laughs> Whereas, like, Malfoy, like, Malfoy is just constantly taking the royal p- out of Harry in the game. It's just like, what's wrong, Potter? Lose your parents. Just out of nowhere. See, like, he- see Ron, is give- Ron is giving Malfoy a creepy smile, and Malfoy is like, oh no, am I getting the p-? Yes. And then, and then there's just Hagrid in the corner, just like, what the f*** are you two doing? <laughs> Me gusta. <laughs> um... Yeah, we we said it before though. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, Kenneth Branagh as Gilroy Lockhart is amazing. Yeah. Oh L- yeah, I Lockhart wasn't just talking is... about Ron. Sorry, I wasn't yeah. just talking about Ron. Yeah, Ron, Ron's just Rupert a Grin. fun character in this. He, he gets is. so much better immediately, and I love that they already start like at the end of this one when um, Buddy Hagrid comes out of Azkaban. One, they immediately like sh- like tell you about Azkaban already, so they're setting up like Prisoner of Azkaban already by just saying, "By the way, there's a wizard prison. It's fucking horrible. yeah, it's just world building, yeah, 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 it's good stuff." But then there's the fact that like at the end of it, when um Hermione, when Hermione gets on unpar- like petrified, isn't it? Like unpetrified, yeah. when un-petrified. she comes, she comes over and she hugs Harry, and then she has a really really awkward interaction between with Ron. I think that was really, really nice that they did that because it's already teasing that something's going to happen with them in the later movies. Yeah. And like, I thought that was really he, sweet. It's just his face. His face throughout this movie. He <laughs> makes the best facial expressions. Because like when they're being attacked by the Whomping Willow, his face is just like... <laughs> and when they're getting chased by a spider, Harry's talking to the big spider and he's just like... I love how he's that got like me. That's what he's, I do. he's got like the and highest pitched voice, like spiders. When he's when he's throwing up those slugs, oh my god! When he's throwing up those slugs, that is the funniest shit. Because his face just all the time like. I've just I've just remembered the bit that actually really makes me laugh is um the it's the Quidditch bit when like Malfoy just smacks into that like pillar basically and just goes oh, yeah. flying. I could I had to pause the movie to continue laughing because it was just so funny to me how quick it happened. It was oh, out of nowhere and I was the per- oh hey Darren. Here's the big man. How you doing Dad? Did you get caster sugar? Oh my god. We haven't had caster sugar in weeks. Dad's been trying to make a cake. Without Sorry, a, loaf, a, a banana loaf. Ooh, ah, wish I could have some. Oh my god, and he got me in these wells. Oh. I know. These are mine. He's shaking some caramel nipples at me. Nibbles. I mean. Okay. He's out of our head. My god, caramel nipples. Yeah. Caramel nipples. Caramel nipples, it. everyone. <laughs> yeah, he's just making a brew and then he'll he'll leave. Uh, God damn it. I'm so gonna... we, can, we can take a break. Yeah, I'm going to wait or anything. I'm going to have a drink. What? Who took a break? Not us. Anyway, I have to do that. That's the rules. Um, I saw a thing on Twitter saying with a picture of Hermione and a picture of Malvoy saying, man, they could have been a really cute couple. No, they and couldn't have. And someone, someone responded saying, yeah, he basically calls her the N-word in the second one. Yeah, literally. Like, that's the, like that, I was going to say that to you yesterday, but I thought, hmm, can I say that in the podcast? He basically, Is that allowed? He, he calls that's, her that's a the wizard. That was the wizard N-word. Yeah, or at least the wizard C-word. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just something disgusting to call somebody. 
but yeah. it gets thrown around so casually. He says it in front of a lot of people. But the thing is, like, none of the, like, none of those people care about it for some reason, and I feel like I know the reason why. Because why? he because they got Nimbus two thousands two thousand ones even. Not that not, was like, it. The slither the slithering group, but then later on, when they find the cat and it's dead, and he says, "Were you next, mudbloods?" And there's a lot of people there. There's a teacher there, and they didn't there even a stop it. There, and he says it. Like I'm pretty sure at that point, McGonagall, uh, Dumbledore, and I think Guild um, Lockhart's in there. Probably. I, f- I don't know if Lockhart comes in a bit later on after that bit, but I'm pretty sure they're all there. Right. And it's just the fact that none of, the, none of the te- it just proves that all those teachers are sh- when it comes to bullying. Yeah, yeah, they just don't care. When a cat's like, dead, who cares who's being called the N-word? Exactly! <laughs> we do. We do in real life. We, we the, do. We hate that joke. word. We, Please we don't hate that. A blog. Don't worry, we're not racist. What else can we say about this movie? Like, uh, see, the people first two are terrified or petrified because they like see the big snake. But through, so I quite like that they did it through something. So, like, especially with um, oh, I don't know who it was that got froze, but like fr- somebody saw it through Sir Nicholas. I like oh, the idea yeah. that he ten- like they saw them straight away, but because they're seeing them through something, they're seeing like their image through something else. It's kind of a reflection. Yeah. They're not seeing him properly. I like that yeah, idea. I like that. I and like I like that, yeah. that Sir Nicholas didn't die because he's a ghost. I think that was actually like the smartest part of the entire show, of the entire film. Yeah, Because like, Hermione saw it with her like her mirror. That immediately shows that she's smart because she's looking around Cutlanders with a mirror. Not like some random eleven year old wouldn't think that unless you're a smart ass. Yeah. So that, um, that's quite nice. I also like I think the fact that he get that she gets called what she does co- get called like when she gets called a mudblood, I think yeah. that kind of shows why she's a smart ass. Because when you hear about it, that she's born from two Muggle parents, she wants to be the best kind of like witch. Yeah, so she wants to prove herself as a witch. So it's very subtle character development that doesn't like the casual audiences won't really recognize, but you realize why she wants to be a smart ass and why she's strives to be as good as she is because yeah. she's like she's considered inferior yeah which i think that's a really really smart character like that's why i prefer this movie over the first one because it does character development a little bit more and a lot better it shows that ron's yeah. scared of spiders and that actually becomes ron's a big scared thing of everything yeah but specifically <laughs> spiders he's not scared of butterflies because he wants it to be like follow the trail of butterflies <laughs> I love that bit. That was, actual, that was another bit that really made me laugh as well. It's like, why is it always follow the spiders, not follow the butterflies? Like the way he says it is so funny. Um, I really like Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle is a really funny character. She's a cracking introduction. She like is important to the story. It turns yeah. out, and also the delivery on some of her lines are amazing. The her cries are do my f-ing head in. But it's like when she um when she's when she's explaining how she died, she said, Well and I heard someone come in and I didn't want to say anything. And then I heard that it was a boy's voice and I was going to open the door to tell him to go away. But then I died. Yeah. She's, and then she's <laughs> like, If you do die, Harry, you can come and stay with me. She's got she's got the most adorable voice, but she's also super sinister. I love it. 
Yeah. Moni, Moni Myrtle is a great introduction to this. Definitely, man. Definitely. I I, I love Moni Myrtle in this film. I, I love Moni Myrtle's character in general because of the, like, it's a school full of ghosts and there's actually a child ghost. Yeah. And people just refuse to use the bathroom. I think that, I, I love how, like, once again, that's dark world building as well. Like, the fact that a child died on the premises. So it's yeah. haunting the school. What do you think about the Polyjuice potion scene? Uh, it's fucking funny and weird. It's, it's just weird. so weird. Like, the way they get Crab and Goyle to... They roofie like, them. Pass out. <laughs> they roofie, they roofie them. them. But they, they roofie <laughs> them with a floating cupcake <laughs> that they just take and eat. I do love that, like, the, even Ron says, how stupid can you get? It's just well, like, yeah, fair enough. It's they so are f- dumb. It's literally like, hey, kids, do you want to buy have some candy? It's here in my van. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Will you drop me off home uh, as well? <laughs> it's so, it's super stupid. But then... <laughs> Um, I love, I love Hermione looking like a cat. Yeah, I think that's really fucking funny. Yeah, it, what's funny is though is the fact that that's still better CGI than the cat's movie. Well, it's not CGI, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's practical, but so it looks better than the cat's movie because she's a yeah. cat. <laughs> um, yeah, the Quidditch is cool in this. I love the scene. At the end of the Quidditch match, when he's got a, like a broken arm or something, a broken wrist. Oh god, he, it's so. And he so takes all the bones out of his body, just, out of his uh, arm, and his arm just bends, and you hear the noise. <laughs> and like, yes. <laughs> like, well, at least you, at least you don't feel any pain anymore, and the bone's definitely not broken. No, not broken. There's no bloody bone left. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how like the nurse says as well. <laughs> That he's in for a rough night. He just easily sleeps until he hears kill. Like he is the deepest sleeper ever. It seems because yeah. he's able to sleep through the excruciating pain of growing your bones back. <laughs> um. Then so then we find out that Ginny has been taken to the Chamber of Secrets, and that that twist is laid out like super clunkily. Yeah. Like at first I thought he was lying, and then it was like, oh, no, wait, this this did happen. Oh, right, okay, I didn't really get that. That Ginny was behind everything because she was being taken over by Tom Riddle, by Voldemort, and getting told to te- petrify everyone and write things in yeah. blood on the walls and stuff like that. But at the same time, like it somewhat makes sense in the, se- in the fact that like she's the purest of heart kind of thing. She's the new girl, so you won't expect her. Yeah. Like, if they yeah, focused yeah. on that a bit more and focused on the why of Ginny rather than the who, it would have been a bit more interesting. Because the fact that it's just yeah. a Weasley, it like it's immediately like, oh, right, I have to save her because it's my friend's sister. Yeah. Rather than, like, the why of her. Like, she's innocent, she's pure, she's she's a Gryffindor, so people don't expect her as much. She's not the yeah, there was none of like that. you lot. Like, it, it wasn't enough of that at all. But, like, you, no. you can tell that from just, like, reading in between the lines. But once again, casual yeah. audiences, you don't want to read between lines. You want to watch the movie. You just want to enjoy what you're seeing. Yeah. You're not there like, to analyze. Like the the big snake looks really cool. The, basil- the basilisk looks awesome. And I'm actually tempted to get a basilisk uh, tattoo, like as a full sleeve. I've always wanted like, like a big snake. I've either thought <laughs> the world serpent or the basilisk just because it looks amazing. Fair enough. I think though the uh, the phoenix comes out of nowhere. Comes it, it, out of nowhere. It's literal plot armor. 
It is, yeah. And then she, and then the Phoenix comes back. It starts. The basilisk starts chasing Harry. He falls over like Velma and Scooby Doo. Like Jinkies, where are my glasses? <laughs> I think and the way that he gets glasses back on. I think the way that like the Phoenix, Phoenix back, blinds it. Yeah, this Phoenix cool. comes back and scratches its eyes out. And Tom Riddle, he's like a mile away, and he's like, ah, well, you may have blinded. I can still hear you. It's like, yeah. What is this? <laughs> this is all maniacal. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's true, but like the like the actual action of like seeing the phoenix blind, it looks awesome. And it's like yeah, it, in the shadow, it's a really cool idea. Cool. It's such a cool idea as well. If if like to, like if Voldemort didn't say that, and Harry was just like, it can hear me. Like it, he just moves slightly, and then it literally just switches towards him facing him directly that would have been a much better idea but it's a kids film i know exactly that's that's what's annoying about these films like they if they were able to be a bit more mature about it like they did in the later ones it would have benefited greatly but because they didn't and because it is a kids film and then like they grow with the audience because the kids grow as well it does make sense that they didn't do that it's just kind of sad that they didn't in the first place so yeah because like nowadays we have films like it chapter like it chapter one and two, where it's kid centered, but it's the darkest thing in the world. Same with Stranger Things as well. Stranger Things is super dark, but it's kid centered anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I think that say if Harry Potter was never made in two thousand one or two, and it was made nowadays, it would be a Netflix it, show. It would be a Netflix show, or one hundred percent, one hundred percent definitely. It would be a Netflix show. It would be it would get given a bit more budget. A bit more time and better creators, and it would be a lot more brutal, and it would be a lot more adult themed. Maybe. Well, the the action anyway. There's still kids' books. True, but at the same time, they're kids' books, but they are kids' books with brutality in them. Like the book series that I'm reading, Scored Ugly Pleasant, they're kids' books. But they very specifically say that the character breaks her arm in two and you can fe- see the bone poking through. Like, kids' books can be very brutal. Like, in the action. As long as there's no swears and sex, they are <laughs> brutal. Deplorable like, violence is okay. Yeah. As long as people don't say any <laughs> exactly. naughty words. Exactly. It's the South Park thing. <laughs> We need to. Um, can I just say, at some point, we need to do a podcast on the South Park movie. What would we say? It's just great. It's ama- we just sing the entire film. It's great. We just record the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And I have to bleep everything. So no. <laughs> what well, Brian Boitano? I mean, we'd be able to sing most of Brian Boitano without <laughs> like bleeps. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that we, we move on. Harry, some like. Is the Sword of Gryffindor mentioned in this movie? Because I can't remember, and the Sword of Gryffindor... It no, doesn't get mentioned... From what I remember, it doesn't get mentioned throughout, I don't believe. I think, if it does, the only scene where it would be mentioned is um, when McGonagall is teaching a class of like turning your animal into a cup, and then Hermione asks, can you tell us about the Chamber of Secrets? If it's mentioned anywhere, it's mentioned then, but I don't remember it being... But I no, think me, me it's neither. like hinted at that, like they all had this special weapon, and then the fact that like he had the sword, like the yeah, sword. Yeah, because I think yeah. I think like in the seventh one, uh, Ron finds it. Ron finds the sword of Gryffindor, yeah. and they say, "Oh, it comes to those who are in desperate, are in need of it, and yeah. are pure of heart, or something like that." So I think it just 
I think they just, that was a plot hole then. And yeah. they fixed the plot hole in the seventh movie because yeah. I, I, that comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, well, right, do, it's a sword. They do say oh, right, it. Wait, can that kill him? Like, they do say it in the, in the first one, though. Like, it, oh, no, in the first one. In the second one, uh, like, at the end when, like, Harry's asking about it. For some reason, he always, like, Dumbledore's always the, oh, right, this isn't a plot hole. This is why. Yeah. He's that yeah, character. He's the, oh, by the way, this this happened. You know why? I'll explain it to you. <laughs> he's that um, guy, and I love that. Like, they use him as just, like, explaining of He's the YouTube video explaining the ending. He's Basil Exposition. That's who he is. Yeah. For, but like, you don't know who that is, do you? I you don't. don't know, you, have, I, you haven't seen Austin Powers? No. I've, I've seen Austin Powers, but not in a very long time. What? <laughs> Like, I know some quotes, but that's about it. I haven't seen it in Dude, so damn Basil, long. Basil Exposition is basically his version of M, who just gives him all the tasks, and he just tells him the plot. It's hilarious. <laughs> and it's called Basil Exposition. I love that. Me too. It's my favourite joke in the whole franchise. <laughs> I like that. Goes yeah, on like, most he, he's anyway. just Mr. Exposition. Yeah. 100%. But he does explain, so then, like, the reason that he was able to pull that out of the hat is because only oh, the pure of heart who need it most. Uh, will take that from like the hat, and that's why I was given to you. And then there's also the fact that the phoenix comes to you because you're truly loyal to me. Well, like it's always well, like then, it's explained. It's just explained poorly because it's just giving a reason for it rather than yeah, like, explaining just, something genuinely interesting. It's just an excuse. That, uh, uh, so then, like Big Malfoy turns up, Big Boy, the Lucius turns yeah. up. And he's like, yo, yeah, I can't believe this has happened. Oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah. And then Harry gives him back the diary. He's like, you set all this up, you bad man. And gives You're Dobby a bad a sock. man. You're a bad man. And gives Dobby a sock. And Dobby's like, I'm a free elf. And yeah. like messes him up, throws him away. Like Lucius, that'd be, I mean. Yeah. And then he's like, I'll get you, my pretty. Literally. And then Dobby's like, oh, uh, what do you want me to do for you, dog? And Harry's like, huh, never try and save my life again. And he's like, oh, shucks. Yeah, it's then, literally then, like, a, it's like the end of a Smurfs episode when like yeah. Gargamel just gets thrown away. And it's just like, what's the lesson we learned today, kids? Don't save my life. Yeah, That's it. Yeah, he t- like turns to the camera and goes, wah, wah, that's Quagmire. That's all, folks. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> that's literally the. Uh, then then the movie ends. Then oh, well, Hagrid <laughs> comes back from Hagrid comes back from Azkaban. The yeah. movie ends. It, like those those final moments though are so nice. Though, the fact that like Hagrid just comes back, everybody's silent. It's like sorry, my my papers were a bit late. Some pillock sent the wrong owl. Um, <laughs> Ronnie just I think it's really cringy. The clapping at the end is really cringy. Yeah, but that's just like staple of Harry it's Potter. Really cringy, point. really cringy. Like by that point, it was already it's a really staple. Cringy Harry Potter, though. Though, is it? it is cringy, <laughs> but it's a staple of Harry Potter. Like, um, constant clapping what? for everything everybody ever does. There, there is a post-credit scene with. Uh, I forgot Lock. to watch it. Me too, but I have seen it before. It's the yep. uh, Guild Guildroid Lockhart. He's seen in a straight jacket, having published a new book titled yep. "Who Am I?" Yeah. He's still got a career. What a guy. <laughs> He's still a writer, even though he doesn't remember writing. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I mean, I, he doesn't I don't even remember can... magic. Like, he yeah. literally says, it's just like magic or something. So, like, I, how would you remember? I don't... How have you 
I don't think I can state how much I love Guildroy Lockhart. In <laughs> I think he's hilarious. I, I think, think he's kind of wasted as well. The fact that he's only in one movie, it'd be na- it would have been nice to see him come back. It would have been, but it wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have made sense. Oh, it would have been more fun. Yeah. Like, um, you just see that he's right. written more books. I remember who I am now. I'll give this a 6 out of 10. I'd say 7. Because there's things I like more than the first one, but there's th- those things that I like more equal to the things that I like less. Actually, you know what? I'll give it a 6.5. Oh, don't give it. Just give it a 7, man. Don't do the no. 6.5. But I, I well, beg- then I give them both sixes. How about that? I give them both yeah, sixes. Yeah, that's fine. It's either six It's either six or seven. Don't go for a seven, like a 6.5. I'm going to give this first one a six and the second one a seven. Because I, I do prefer the second one. It made me laugh more. I enjoyed watching it more. Like, yeah, I was that, able to get it. through it a that's bit it. easier. The, yeah, the, the second one's funnier. Uh, it's the, more the enjoyable. more wholesome. The second one's probably more enjoyable. But the, 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 act, the script is just so bad it is awful but once again um, the script of the first one is also really bad like troll in the dungeon <laughs> like troll that that dungeon. bit is just awful <laughs> and he pokes him up the nose yeah like, <laughs> um i what else i was about to say something then um this the second one also gave birth to possibly my favorite vine of all time when harry and ron are riding on the train tracks on, in the car and Harry says, do you hear that? It sounds like a train. Is it Thomas and he the turns Tank around Engine? And, the train and it's Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. And the Thomas the Tank Engine theme busts out. And it's like bass boosty. It's like, dun, so dun, dun, dun. So um, yeah, that's the first two Harry Potters. You don't agree with us? We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's all I can say. Really. That's all we can say. It's just like... We- <laughs> You're going to tell us your opinion anyway. We don't give a shit, but you can. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can tell us we're wrong and that the second one's the best one, even though it's not. It clearly isn't, but you can tell yeah. us that if you want to. Yeah. But we, you're wrong. To be, fair, to be fair, I've got some fairly hot takes as we go forward, to be fair. Oh, interesting. I yeah. can't remember most of the series other than Prisoner of Azkaban, because that's the one I've watched a lot. Like, whenever well, I say, oh, I want to watch Harry Potter, I just show on Prisoner of Azkaban. That's it. Fair enough. Once we get to like the last two, that's when the hot takes come in. Oh, see, I just had, like just to, I'm going to give you spoilers on my opinion. I don't like the like first part of Deathly Hallows. I think it's the most oh. boring thing because it's I'm going to give you nothing. a spoiler alert. I really like it. Really? Yeah. I guess we'll see why. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel tease. Right, and and I really need to come up with a theme for recommendations. Like a like something that I can put in, like my spoiler alert. Oh yeah, spoilers for all these movies, by the way. <laughs> I guess. I mean, they're what twenty years old. Like the first one's at least 20, nineteen years old now. Nineteen years old. So if you haven't watched Harry Potter, then I don't know how you haven't. Especially if you're living in the UK, because it's, yeah, you know, like <laughs> Harry Potter is like Harry Potter is like the most British thing ever, other than crumpets. Yeah. <laughs> it goes crumpets. <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter, Potter fish biscuits. and chips. <laughs> yeah, fish and chips. Yeah, and then tea and biscuits. And then uh, what else? Like Monty Python, maybe? <laughs> no, not Monty Python. Probably a lot of people would say bad teeth. Yeah. Um, Winning wars. <laughs> 
taking over every single place in the world and then immediately losing it. Yeah, yeah. Being warlords, that's what yeah. we're known. <laughs> Being right, invaded by Vikings, we were quite known for as well. Let, let's stop this. Yeah, I need a theme from a recommendation. Uh, Just please send da, 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 da. Theme. Re- Re- da, 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 da. Recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll come, on, I'll let, come let, up with one yeah. by the time the lockdown ends. Um, <laughs> so we've got some recommendations, I guess. Uh, yeah. Do you have some recommendations? Uh, how many am I allowed? How many have you got? Uh, I can think of two right now. Mm, let's do two then. I'll, I'll, I'll do two. No, I'll, let's hear yours first. No, you go first. I'm still trying to find mine. <laughs> uh, well, the first one is going to be National Treasure. It's um, available on Disney Plus. It's um, from 2004, Amazing. I believe. Uh, sorry, Nicholas Cage. I can't remember the rest of the cast because the only person that you really care about in that movie is Nicholas Cage. It's Nicholas Cage. Uh, to sum it up, he steals the Declaration of Independence. That's all you need to know. Sick. <laughs> it's, nah, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic like, little family movie of just like Nicholas Cage. Who's a, it, it's basically like Disney's Indiana Jones in a sense, but it's like the most underrated Disney movie when it comes to like just Disney's live action stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, is. it doesn't get talked about much. No, it doesn't. It's such a, it's really, really fun. It's such a fun movie. It's got some really cool things in it. Like Nick, it's one of Nicolas Cage's like best movies, or at least most one of his most underrated, most accessible. Definitely, because Nicolas Cage is one mad bastard. Like he is <laughs> That's mental. <laughs> he is absolutely mental, and I love him to bits. But Jesus Christ, he is in some bad movies. Yeah. But like it, it's up there with like weirdly enough, it's up there in quality wise with Face Off and Mandy, which is really weird to say because Mandy's like the most fucked up movie that he's in, and Face Off is like the weirdest movie he's in, and then this is just like a little wholesome family film. But it's really, really good. Fair I, enough. I, Fair I, enough. I, I genuinely love that film. And then my second recommendation is another Disney Plus. I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. If you can't, tell. yeah, I can tell. I've um. Yeah. We recently it recently came out in the UK, so obviously I've been watching it constantly. And I rewatched uh, the Emperor's New Groove again, and <laughs> damn, is that movie amazing! Like it is so damn good, and I love it to bits. And I hope to God they never make it into a live action remake because if they do, I will boycott Disney. <laughs> because it's such a good movie. It's such a nice little animated film about like a prince who turns into a llama. Cool. And that's it. It's really funny. It's got David Spade. That's all, folks. <laughs> it's got David Spade and John Warburton. Like they're oh, really, yeah. really fun in it. Like John Warburton as Crunk is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> like you, you, you just want to try his spinach puffs. By the end of the film, you just want to eat his spinach puffs, and that's it. It's, okay. It's honestly so good. I, I, I highly recommend both of those. They're both available on Disney Plus, and Disney cool. Plus is like six quid a, a month, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah that is an absolute bargain. As, as like cheapskates at Disney are sometimes when it comes to like selling their movies for fourteen quid for a HD one on digital, or eighteen pound for the Blu-ray. Yeah. Like, no matter what, six pound a month for God knows how many Disney films. Like so much nostalgia from childhood or your parents' childhood or anything like that. Six pound a month is amazing for it. So very well done, uh, is- Disney. 
Hashtag ad. Hashtag, <laughs> no, yeah. we are not we're, sponsored we're by also, I wish we were sponsored by Disney. Jesus, that would be amazing. Imagine. That would be sick. Right. I'm going to start off the recommendation with a Spanish horror. Another one. Oh, um, this isn't on anything. So you'll have to like, order it on Amazon on DVD. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's called The Orphanage. I think I've heard it. it. Is- it is produced by Guillermo del Toro and is directed by J.A. Bayona, who went on to direct Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Don't let that taint you. Because, <laughs> because this movie is amazing. It's amazing. So it's about this girl, who this woman who grew up in an orphanage, and then she later on in life moves into that with her, fam- with her husband and her adopted son. And she plans on bringing other kids in to like grow up in this house to make it like another orphanage. Um, and then during a party, her son goes missing. And then she thinks that people like the ghosts, like there's ghosts in the house and she thinks that the ghosts have taken him and playing a game with her. So she starts playing the game with them. It's super creepy unbelievably creepy the atmosphere in this movie is on on point um the performances are great from the lead actors uh, especially the mom she's brilliant and there's some really terrifying scenes some really terrifying scenes and overall it's quite it's quite bittersweet the 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 movie as a whole if you if you were to watch it again you having known what happens, you can watch it with different eyes completely, and it will be a completely different movie. Those kind of films are amazing. Yeah, it's it's a cracking movie. At, at first, it seems like a horror film, and then you can sort of look back at it as like a a trauma fueled drama. It's really interesting, really really great, and I know it's got subtitles that might throw some people off, but trust me, this is worth it. The Orphanage, 9 out of 10 for me. Probably going to be a 10 out of 10 in the future. Most Up likely. there for me with, with my favourite horror films at the moment. Uh, yeah, The Orphanage. Check that out. Cracker. And what is your second recommendation? Ooh, recommendation would have to be... Because I watched Scarface, but I didn't enjoy it. Oh. So let's move on quickly. So my recommendation would be Hell or High Water. Okay, that is fair. I have seen this movie. I loved it. I can't remember much of it, but it was very, very good. From 2016, it's got Jeff Bridges, Chris Pine, and Ben Foster. Chris Pine and Ben Foster play a pair of brothers. Pair, two brothers. Two brothers in a van. In a van, <laughs> robbing banks. And then a meteor hits. And then Jeff Bridges comes. <laughs> um, yeah, and Jeff Bridges plays a cop, a sheriff, a ranger, trying to, like, send to like so stop them catch them and it's really good really good makes me wonder why chris pine doesn't do more like dramatic roles because he's he's a really good actor i think <laughs> like really it's good. just probably because like chris pine is probably known as like you know like how chris pratt could probably do a very good serious role but he's known as the funny man i guess like I, I, he, i'm not sure I'd, i'm not sure i'd want to see chris pratt in anything dramatic though. True, but he could do it. Jim Carrey has done dramatic roles, but you see him yeah, as the funny man. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is one of exactly. my favourite Exactly, it's so good. So. But you still see him as Ace Ventura. 
Yeah, you do. I, when you're watching Eternal Sunshine of the Mind, you don't see Jim Carrey as Jim Carrey. You see him as, woo! That, that's all I hear. I just hear... Smoking! Yeah. Like, that's all I hear. I just hear random lines from other movies where he's just randomly screamed something and I piss myself laughing every time. Um, he's so one yeah, Hell High Water. That's a top quality film again. I'm going to quickly, uh, like, shit on your parade kind of thing. I'm going to recommend Scarface. Because as you can see behind me, Xander, I have a giant fucking Scarface thing. I love this movie. This movie, it, I, I watched it when I was way too young to watch this film. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> like, it's that, still taking I, a toll on you now. I loved that movie so much. It is... Like a story of just a descent into like into a criminal world, moving from I think Cuba, uh, he comes from, um, yeah. and like just immigrating from Cuba into this world of drugs and mayhem, and going from nothing to something back to nothing. It's I so think, long. I swear to God, you. It's I, so insanely long. You're supposed to be like a film buff and you complain yeah. about the length of movies when once again you love the extended editions of Lord of the Rings, which is what, 12 hours of your life? And you can enjoy a long film, but if you don't enjoy a film, it feels longer. Yes, but The Scarface is a good long film that's just intense. It doesn't have to have constant action. No, it doesn't. Fun that's, that's, and fantasy I, to be. I agree. Good. It doesn't have have to have a lot of action and tension. Quickly, and what do you think of the Godfather? One, one or two, preferably two because two is better. I've I've seen the first one once, and I I have this problem where like especially with like these gangster films when they all speak in like the vague Italian or Cuban accent and they mention a lot of names. And I get lost. <laughs> I get lost. I don't know who they're talking about. What do you think of Goodfellas then? Same as Scarface. So basically, you just don't like gangster films, is what I'm hearing. Yeah. I, I'm like, guessing I, I, the exception I, is Legend. I haven't seen Legend. <gasps> what? <laughs> Are you saying this? Legend, Legend is so good. Oh my god. I'm also going to recommend Legend now as well. You, you've bringing up too many i'm bringing up too many films but legend is is tom hardy playing both the cray twins so immediately it's like a cool film in general because of the acting alone like he had to play two completely opposite characters like a com- literally one of them is very very smart and like strategic the other one just wants to constantly f-ing fight everyone and then there's the incredible scene i'm sure you've seen like the shootout scene no I haven't seen anything. Oh, the shootout scene is so good. Basically, they're in like this bar, and like there's basically this deal that was supposed to happen, and it doesn't go on, and they just say, "Ah, oh, well, he'll be in later." And uh, I think it's basically the mental cray. He just goes, "I was, I came here for a shootout, for a proper shootout with proper men, not Colonel Custard." And he like has this proper mental like breakdown and screams leaving, like with his hands were on his guns in his pockets, and just screams, A shootout is a shootout. And he comes back in as um, the other crate twin is talking, is like sneaks in and like the other crate twin just goes, like, Oh, you know what, before we start all this, let me tell you a joke. 
Paranoid Schizophrenic walks into a bar and then he starts beating the living shit out of everybody with hammers because the guns that were in his pockets were actually hammers, but he was holding them as if they were like really long revolvers. It's it's such a great scene alone, but the entire movie itself like is a staple to how incredible Tom Hardy is as an actor. Fair enough, and uh, I probably need to check that out then. You do. It's not that long um, from what I remember. In last recommendation from me is on Netflix. Very easy to watch. Very easy. To watch. Uh, I've been rewatching The Big Bang Theory. Uh. uh yeah, but tell you what. I like the first, the early seasons. I'm, I'm up to season three now, and it's. I think it's really nice. It's easy to watch. You don't have to really pay much attention. So if you're, you know, doing other work and you just want something on the background, Big Bang Theory is perfect for that. Um, and there I are some genuinely some quite funny moments. There's some quite funny moments, but you could recommend a genuinely good sitcom by just saying like Parks and Rec or I did that Seinfeld. Few, I, did that, I did that a couple of weeks ago. Still though, like, why Big Bang Theory, man? Because I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, so bad. Leave me alone. It's, it's not. It's the early seasons are good. The, There's a reason the it got first so popular. Three seasons are okay. They're fun at yeah. times, and then it got way up its own. Now it just stopped being funny. It, exactly. The, the writers thought, "Ah, oh, we're amazing," so they got up their ass, and then they just stopped being funny. The, it doesn't stop it having some genuinely. F- there are. And I, you know, I don't love the show as a whole, but I like the early seasons, so I've been rewatching those. And they're all on Netflix, and people do enjoy it. So, Big Bang Theory is on Netflix. Really people enjoy watch. it. You're wrong to enjoy it, but I respect the opinion anyway. <laughs> right? So just should we call it? Oh, should we, we call do. it? Yeah, we can do. Yeah. Right. Um, that is the show. Thank you so much for listening, David. Thank you so much for starting out this Discord call <laughs> because I can't because I'm apparently technologically inept. Uh, not apparently, mate. You are definitely technologically yeah, def- in Definitely. Definitely. 100%. Um, it's the reason I keep get, just getting iPhones, because it sets, it, it sets itself up. <laughs> I don't know how to say you know. <laughs> Um So, David, thank you so much for setting this up. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, that's fine. Absolutely fine. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I will be back at some point next week with my dad again. We will be doing the Wolverine trilogy, uh, because they were on uh, Film 4. And we thought they were on uh, at once. We we thought they were on this week. And it turned out we were watching a recording and they were on two weeks ago. Yep. So that doesn't change our minds. We've set our minds up. We're going to do the Wolverine trilogy. X-Men Origins Wolverine, the Wolverine and all. Uh, okay, so, so you're going to watch one horrible movie, one okay movie, one fantastic movie. Yes. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and Good we will be Deadpool. back. We will be back in a couple of weeks doing uh, Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire in the second. I'm probably going to watch Prisoner of Azkaban today anyway. I'll, I'll re-watch it then, but I just really want, I want to watch that movie now. Yeah, I do that. So, I took out so Chamber of Secrets early and I was like, I could just put in Prisoner of Azkaban. I could just do that. <laughs> I, I could wait, talk about Prisoner of Azkaban instead. I'm looking forward to getting to number six, uh, Half-Blood Prince, because I remember really, really liking that. I remember so. thinking it was okay, but once again, I still remember... Like I don't remember that one that much. I haven't rewatched a lot, like a lot of the Harry Potter series as much as I love the series. I haven't rewatched yeah. it that much. I mean, as an achievement of like as a British achievement, they are incredible. Like, oh yeah, making achievement, they are amazing. That they got all of this done within ten years, eight yeah. movies with the same cast. That none of them turn into crazy drug addicts. 
well. Oh, like when Guns Akimbo is, is showing the is showing one part of it, <laughs> and that they all they're all genuinely good movies. Like, yeah, sure, the the ones that we watched today weren't the best ones, but they're still enjoyable the kids films. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also if you are wanting to watch these along with us, then uh, now TV and Sky. Sky yeah, now TV and Sky Cinema are showing every single Harry Potter movie at uh, the moment. Sky actually have a channel literally just called Sky Cinema Harry Potter. There you go. Uh, so if you've got Sky Cinema, yeah. then check that out. Check out the Harry Potter. Only one of the Wizarding World in general that isn't available on Sky is Fantastic Beasts 1, which is a bit oh, of a shame. I'm, I've got that on Blu-ray. so I can I'm just going to rent it. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I've, I've just... got the uh, digital copy on my YouTube. You can probably... All right, nice one then. Right, uh, that will do it for us this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to get in touch, uh, David, do you have anything to plug? Uh, I actually have a short film coming out, so I will be able to plug that um, soon. But not. Oh, get hype! Yeah, get get no, hype, people. I was Teddy, editing that this. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, you can't sit here. You can't sit here. I'm recording. You can come um, back later, and we'll have a. Of cuddle. course, the cat comes at the end yeah. of the recording. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but um, at oh, the moment, the, only, <laughs> the only thing that I am able to plug is my Instagram, which is at its underscore David underscore French. Uh, cool. Because still, since last time I was on here, I haven't sorted out a Twitter or anything like that because I am a professional filmmaker. It's been nine months. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Longer. Yeah, Xander, um, I am useless. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Um, thanks so much, David, for coming on and signing this out. No worries, and, uh, mate. Thank you to everyone for listening. If you want to get into the podcast, just uh, go over to Facebook, um, to Tainside Radio, send them a private message saying, use the words either Xander or Film Podcast, and it will get back to me. Um, whether it's a a positive review, a negative review, a episode idea, anything, just shoot it over to us, a recommendation perhaps. And if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can go to my Instagram, that's at the real LW. Send me a direct message on that. I will respond. Right, thank you so much for listening. And uh yeah, I will see you guys in a bit. Peace. Yeah.